There are spoilers, possible spoilers in this episode. You may hear a spoiler about the topic that we've yet to talk about, but there will be spoilers. Thank you. Welcome to Prisoners of Pop Culture. Prisoners of Pop Culture. I'm Andy. Hey, Andy. I'm Sheila. Hey, Sheila and Andy. I'm Josie. Hey, Josie. (laughs) Welcome back. Nice to meet you. Uh, How's everybody been? It's been a quiet week. It's been busy. Busy, long... Unexpected, long, all the things, busy, all of the things. So I won't lie, for those of you who don't know, I generally choose the topics for this. Occasionally they tell me the ones we should do based off of timing, which makes sense. But I struggled, and I know y'all are aware of that because we literally decided on the topic last night at like 5 o'clock, but like... I struggled so hard, and I think, I it's think just it was actually like 8 p.m. So. Okay. Well, thanks for the grace. But um, <laughs> I think part of it is because like the only thing that's like really taking over pop culture right now, like from memes to everything else, mm-hmm. is the war. Yeah. And I know we don't really get political or anything like that. And there was a part of me that had a moment where I was almost like. What if we talk about like the crazy outstanding things that were going on? Mm-hmm. Um, like that old lady walking up to a soldier and giving him sunflower seeds and she's yeah. like, so when, so when you, you die, die, sunflowers will, <laughs> will grow. Yeah. I was like, dang, that's savage. But then I was like, let's take a second and think of some lighter things. So that is what happened with the topic. Now that I brought it up, sorry, kids. Um, well, and I think this month is I don't, your, I don't think your topic was like it really brought some shit up for me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I do think that like the last couple weeks there hasn't been a lot of anything that's really kind of like groundbreaking. Groundbreaking or nothing that's like really kind of taken the world by storm. Um, unless you want to talk about like Tom Holland and how Spider Man and Uncharted are just like blowing things away but he is the movie star of the moment. It's amazing right now i love him him and zendaya are the movie stars of the moment also mm-hmm. let's talk about the fact that um like when the oscars came out like so many actors came out and spoke about how spider-man no way home should have gotten an oscar nom for best movie yeah as it is literally the top grossing movie of last year and mm-hmm. it didn't get anything and A lot of actors, what they were saying about it was that it should have gotten a nom because it did what movies are supposed to do, which is get you out of your house and into a theater. Yeah. And they they were like, in the last two years, no other movie has accomplished that. Mm -hmm. And this movie did. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. And um, they were like, you know... Just kind of like the whole thing. Yeah, it's kind of the whole thing of like 
what really should they be looking at for Oscars? It shouldn't just be like it can't possibly artistic. be a good movie if it was about Marvel. Yeah, right. And right. so it was just like you know, you should look at what the movie actually does, right? For for pop culture, for things that should be yeah. taken into consideration for nominations. Yeah. Yep. So in that was probably the biggest thing for me. Pop culture, like obviously besides the war stuff. Also, I although um really to go back quickly about it, I did see an article the other day though that was like um talking about what was actually myth and what was actually real for like the uh Ukraine Russia like thing of what was actually coming out because there was a report that came out that a Ukraine, basically like the equivalent of like an Air Force pilot, like their, oh, the fighter their, pilot, the fighter yeah, pilot. their fighter pilot was basically just doing rounds, like attacking like this one unit by himself. And the article was just saying, Hey, that's really cool story, but completely false. <laughs> I and then, TikTok but then today. there was other stuff, there was other stuff that were, they were talking about that were true, that weren't believable and yeah. vice versa. And part of the problem is social media taking everything by storm and then all these hackers doing a bunch of stuff and yeah. all these different things kind of happening that it's kind of hard for you, kind of hard for the people to just kind of see, um, what, um, what is actually true coming out and false, which is unfortunate because we just got out of a whole thing of fake news for yeah, yeah. how many years? There's a TikTok about <laughs> they said this uh old grand old Kiev grandmother um I apologize if I'm not saying that correctly. Um Keys. took took Keys, yeah, down Keys. a Russian spy drone. <laughs> With a can of cu- with a jar of cucumbers, that'd be awesome. And the TikToker was like, "Listen, I know this is probably fake, but I'm gonna I'm gonna live in this moment, and I'm gonna let this news be true <laughs> that this grandma took down a Russian military grade drone with a jar of cucumbers." She's right. like, "I'm just gonna live in this moment." Here's here's one thing that I you're right. Like we don't use. I mean, the three of us will get political with each other. Mm-hmm. We usually try to take this pretty full light, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing that I do want to say though is I commend all of the Russians coming out who are protesting this. Yeah. And when people of Russia were starting to see what was expected of them from what was originally told of them, like units who. Yeah surrendering surrendering yeah because it's not what they signed up for it's not what they thought it was going to be people in st petersburg like protesting i saw what made me think of this was when andy said the thing about the ukrainian old woman taking down a drone with a can of like peas or whatever um there was a old russian woman who survived i think they said she survived 
something in World War II. It, I think it was something before World War II. It might have been the Depression. No, not Depression. That was American. Anyway, it was something pre-World War II, but then she also survived, like, the invasion of Lindenburg. Yeah. Which is now, um, like, Petersburg and stuff like that. But um, they arrested her for protesting. Mm-hmm. And she was just standing there with signs. And she is a very old lady. And she got swarmed by, like, eight men in full riot gear. Right. And this little helpless woman who was just saying, like, it's not right that you're invading this country. Mm-hmm. And because she was at the protest. I mean, there were people around her who were, like, pumping their fists and, like, recording and saying all this stuff. And she was literally just standing there. And she was the one who got taken away. Dang. Now, I don't know what was on her signs. She didn't have signs. But I do know that she was a survivor. I it might have just been it might have just been World War Two and the Lindenburg um invasion on Lindenburg, but I feel like it was something before that as well. But anyway. Yeah. So I do wanna give a shout out to the Russians who are standing up for what they believe in and yeah. Light, um, right? <laughs> yeah. And now it's time for Sheila's unpopular opinion. I have no idea if that's the same movie. Probably not, but that's a-okay. Um, I'm probably gonna get a little bit of hate, and that's okay. From but, from us or in general? Both. I don't know. Oh, all right. I'm prepared. Exciting. <laughs> I did not love. The Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, that's fair. No, it's not. That is not not fair. <laughs> okay. It okay, just, go ahead. It did not make me want to get up and dance. Did not make me want to get up and celebrate. But there may be things like I'm just not a big rap person. Like I enjoyed it. I liked it. I did not love it. And I think that there could have been better song choices. You sound eighty five. I know. I know. I'm like better song choices. They basically saying like okay. their cleanest songs. They just like it's the radio. I mean, no, no. Not, like not, not, not clean songs. I'm talking like I don't know, like Dr. Dre song. I was like, what song is that? I don't know. Well, she. Uh, I wish y'all could. Y'all can't see her faces, but no. <laughs> just flat out pause. And I, I'm gonna say, I don't even think I've seen the whole thing all the way through. I've seen a lot of it through clips because, like, I recorded it, but I never, I don't think I ever went back and watched it. You're not missing anything. You're, okay. you're missing everything. <laughs> Which is no, unusual okay. for me so, if you've been paying attention. So like, I am the music like person. Dr. Dre, like when Doctor Dre song came, I was like, um, I don't know that. Um. I, I just don't remember that song of his. But here's the thing. I was not a big hip-hop rap person. Never have been. I knew Snoop's. I knew Mary J. Bride, uh, J. Blige's song. <laughs> my cry. <laughs> Sorry, I can't talk. When Kendrick Lamar came out of the boxes, I was like, who the F is that? In the boxes. He's I had to Google him. He's the future. He came out in 2012, people. He is He's like, the future. Like, everybody was like, oh, Wait, here, this is the, the Gen X's um, Super Bowl halftime show. And I'm like, whatever, people. Y'all don't even know who that Kendrick Lamar guy is. Because everybody. Do. I do. 
And he had an amazing album that came out a couple years ago. Yeah. And he's like, he's one of the newer rappers that actually comes out and has a lot of content and isn't just eating and eating and eek, eek, ook, ook, and whatever. Critical, critical I don't know him. Acclaimed. I don't know him. I had to Google him. I mean, also, him. I'm not a genius. I Googled oh him. And then, no, no. Then I saw an article the next day that people were like, people were literally Googling who was the guy that came out of the boxes at the Super Bowl halftime show. I kid you not. Sheena. It wasn't just me, folks. I will tell you that is the literal opposite of everything that I have heard from anyone else. They're like, this was it's so not. Great. It's not the opposite of what I've heard because I have a bunch of really old <laughs> white friends, conservative people <laughs> in my Facebook. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna. It's not. It's not just white people, but like <laughs> it's. Like, I understand if you don't like hip hop, how it would not be exciting for you. Sure, like the same way, like when The Who came on, I gave zero shits, generally speaking. I, like, JLo and Shakir have been the best halftime show ever. We're not going to get into whatever the best halftime show was, because that would just be, we would never come back out of this topic. The same. But that was a good one. I will give you a lot better than this last one. Like I said, I know just it's just shows looks, the woman was too stunned to speak. <laughs> I so, have so see, many things through my head that I want to defend this, but I think the point is, is exactly what you said. Like hip hop. It's not my style. And it's not your style and it's not your thing. And that's fine because it's, it's just not going to appeal to you for like why all of that was so great. Yeah. I mean, because there's also like there's also other things about it that made it so great though. Like when Fifty dropped the, out of the ceiling like he did in that video. Like I was like, I'm here for I it. No I immediately knew what was happening. Like I knew I was like, oh, there's Fifty Cent, and then people were like, who dat? Or then they're like, why is he why is he fat now? And I'm like, dude, we're all fucking fat. I've seen people say he's a full dollar now. Honestly, I think 50 Cent looks way better now than he did when he was younger. Like, there's just some people that look way better with the meat on their bones. But there's also, I mean, I, uh, first off, it's like, it doesn't make me mad. I'm just shocked. I'm not mad because I've had, I've seen the arguments. I've like, there was somebody in my family. I posted how great the halftime show was. And she said, you know, it just, you have to appeal to the whole audience. And my response was, guess what? The who and Prince and Katy Perry and Justin Timberlake and Madonna and even JLo and Shakira did not appeal no, to the they entire don't appeal audience. To, and that's you fine. don't have yeah. to appeal to the entire audience. That's not what it's about. Yeah. That's not what it's about. The thing that I think makes it so great is that these were people who came out like okay, Eminem like came out of Detroit, like everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Eight Mile, he's saying his song from Eight Mile, Lose yeah, Yourself. Yeah. It's not the song I thought he was going to pick. I personally thought he was going to do something from his sophomore album, the mm-hmm. Eminem show, especially when I knew that Dr. Dre was going to do it, um, was going to be on there because he was the one who really brought Eminem yeah. to yeah. the the scene. To light, right. Um, but the fact that they were in L- L.A., Death Row Records started there. 
Yep. You have the whole clash of like Def Jam and East Death side, Row, West Side, yeah, yeah, East Side, West Side, all, all that different stuff. I mean, I totally get it. All of that it's stuff, just for like, me, it wasn't that great. great. That's all. It doesn't like but, I get the historic of it. I'm just saying it didn't like, resonate. But it's not it just even. Wasn't, I just right, think but it was anything like everybody was saying it was, and that's just me, and I think that's okay, and that's my unpopular opinion. It's not okay, but we're okay. gonna let you have it. Thank you. You can let her have it. <laughs> you can speak for yourself. Like I said, I'm not mad or anything like that. There's just, I mean, there's just other stuff about it too, because even the NFL didn't get it. No. Because the NFL was like, they told Eminem, you can't kneel after your performance. He wasn't kneeling because of Kirkpatrick. He was kneeling because Dr. Dre started playing the intro to one of Tupac's most popular songs. And that's why he was kneeling. Like, respect to Tupac. They just saw a rapper kneeling who identifies and like, I like is integrated in the in the hip hop black community kneeling and they were like you can't do that. Right. I love and how everybody was like there wasn't a single white person on the stage. I'm like what? I was like Eminem was up there. <laughs> right. Um it like Kendrick Lamar, I felt like it was a good choice for them to bring Kendrick Lamar in because he is a great hip hop artist. His album that came out a few years ago was outstanding. I listened to it so much. It was so good. And he is, not that he necessarily looks younger, but he is a younger generation for the hip-hop community. And um, it's, it's just funny to me because, the people that I've seen complaining about the hip hop show or the halftime show are not in our age. That's the thing that's probably most shocking to it for me. I'm not complaining. I just said I didn't think it was amazing. I didn't love it. Like everybody's like, I loved it. I didn't love it. I liked it. It was fine. I just didn't love it. You know what I enjoyed? All the TikToks of the Gen Zers and the young millennials not knowing anything. Well, some of them knew, but like some of them, but then like all the moms and dad's getting their lives. Like, I felt that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And they were like, I can't believe they're finally playing young people. And they realized they were the old people. Right. They're like, oh, they're marketing to us. Got it. It's like, yup. Any, <laughs> any final I words on Sheila's so unpopular right. opinion? Sheila, you actually did have a. I told you. I know. Okay. Well, now we're going to move on to our first topic. Okay. Official topic, which I tried to start a second ago because I almost forgot about Sheila's unpopular opinions. Um, and that is mini brands. Mini brands. Mini brands. These have been kind of blowing up for a while. So it's like 2018. For those of you who might not know where they are, you're like, what's a mini brand? Let me tell you. It's basically a sphere. A round ball, if you will, that has about four to five different little containers inside of it. And it's basically like five little mini bo- mini boxes in one thing mm-hmm. where you're going to get, I think it started out with like mini brands like Kellogg's and stuff like that. Now they've expanded into toys. So 
since they started in 2018, I want to say. Not 100% sure. But in 2020, they were the top-selling U.S. toy in the category of explorative and other toys. Seems like a very interesting category. Hmm. Um, and would either of you care to guess how much these mini brands, like the entire brand, is worth? Mm, five million. Ten oh, billion. <laughs> in, somewhere in between the two. <laughs> okay. Uh, One hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Actually, combine y'all's two answers. Five point five billion dollars. Five billion dollars. This is a five billion dollar company, and they have expanded from like the brands of like Tiny Tides into like now they have Disney balls. <laughs> they have Disney ones. They have mini toy ones. They have all these ones, and they also have blown up on TikTok. And a lot of that has to do with like when they unbox them, it has a very satisfying sound. So like when somebody's listening to it and you get like the real good rip, I hope this does it. If it doesn't, this is going to be really sad. We get like a good rip and it's like, there it was. It's like, that's the clean one. And then you go in and you think that you have it unwrapped, but you would be incorrect. And then they surprise you. There is a second layer. A clear layer. That does that. And oh no, this one's harder to find. So you would do that again, but this one was a little jacked up. So it's going to just be loud for a second. And then, because it is a ball, they have another little thing that keeps it in there. Keeps everything together. So now you have, it kind of looks like a star. Like a sad little starfish. Ah, okay. And you have these individual little pods, and you can get in here. And so I believe I said both of you just a regular mini brand one or a Disney one. Will you tell me what you got? I have mini or toy mini brands. Five surprise. Oh yeah, mine's God. just a toy mini brand. Y'all didn't get Disney because Disney was really expensive to send I through Amazon. don't know why. But it's not expensive like if you buy it at Target. It's just expensive if you send it through um, Amazon. Amazon. This is not a ditch at Amazon. Please don't come at us. This is just the reality of when I was trying to ship these to them. Okay. Y'all want to have y'all start to open them? Oh, I know. I, was oh, I have the star open. I have this part open. Are you ready to open up your first little <laughs> container? Yes. Do we have to open up a certain one first? No. Um, I just... That's loud. Oh, cute. A little Angelica. Oh, did you? I got a little Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. I think it's Donatello. I have no idea what I just got. I got some weird thing. What did you get? I got a bunch of pieces. Oh, that's for a shelf. You can put together a shelf. Oh, I got a tiny shelf. Okay. I got a shelf in that one. Yeah, so every one of these has a shelf that comes with it, apparently. That's what I opened up the shelf. Okay. You want to open up the second one? Um, okay. Oh, I got a little monster car. It says Blaze. Oh, it's Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon Blaze. You shut your mouth. What? Is that what you wanted? No, I got a little fingerling narwhal, I think. Oh, cute. Look at it. I got Blaze Starla. Oh, mine's a got a monster truck named Starla. I feel like if you had a monster truck, it wouldn't be named Starla. 
I was going to say it was, but it really wasn't. I got a mini Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mask. Me too. Which one did you get? <sighs> Michelangelo. I got a little... Crayon. No, sorry. Yeah, uh, orange. I got Leonardo's. Paint. Watercolor paints. Oh, you actually cool. got a mask. My, I got like the one like a cost like that. Oh, no. Mine's like a mask. Oh, that's it cute. Well, if it was Raphael, Raphael's my favorite. The red one. I think that's... Uh, I'm having a moment. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, Andy, you're getting. Do you know one. what I just got that y'all will think is hilarious? A unicorn? No, because I already got the narwhal. You right? Yeah. Yes. It would make my family extremely happy. It's a little mini Jojo <laughs> Oh my gosh. Andy, I'm sending you this one. It's a little. SpongeBob. Uh, what's his <gasps> name? Patrick. Patrick. I got a metal yeah. machine thing. <clears throat> so do you see like it's not only like a little mystery every single time you open it, but then you also get like the little rip, and you can get like a good type thing. This is specifically the Patrick meme. Surprise, Patrick. Yeah. Um, this one? Oh, oh I got no. the bunch of balloons launcher. So if I had water balloons. Mini water balloons for your... Yeah. I actually didn't get a, a rack and stack this time. I got little paper bags to put all the toys okay. in. Nice. Oh, I got a shopping cart that I get to put together. Oh, that'll never see the light of day. What are you talking about? I might put it together. Mm-hmm. How else am I going to hold all this little stuff? That was loud. Um, so... I opened one before, and I got, like, a little baby Aurora. I can't remember any of the other ones, because I did get a Disney one. Um, okay. Y'all ready for your second ball? Yes. Now, I did get a Disney one on this one, because <sighs> I went to Target. So, everybody ready? Hey. Sure. I got crayons. I got a little Mickey in a truck. Mm-hmm. So this can be really addicting. They have a thing of like all the ones. I'm not going to look at the guide because then I'll zero in on something that I won't. And the next thing I know, I'll have a thousand little mini things in my house. And that doesn't need to happen. I got a little genie. Mm. Oh, cute. Oh, she's cute. What is this? So for my second one, I got, I guess, the other genie. <laughs> I got the pink genie, Josie. Ooh, look at that. Oh, little genie girls. I have a little mini lunchbox. Oh, what's on it? And it is a mini, mini lunchbox. Like, mini mouse. Um, <laughs> I, got I a couldn't say mini. with rainbow hair. <gasps> no, Andy, it's hers. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I'm so far I feel like this whole ball I could just send to Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got got the spoon from Toy Story. Oh, Spoony. Sporky. 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 I got a bow, too, Andy. Is yours rainbow? I couldn't tell in your light as well. It is rainbow. I haven't seen that Toy Story yet. Oh, this one's big. I got Dora the Explorer. Oh, hey, Dora. Is that like... Um, the TikTok of the guy going around his door makes me laugh so hard. 
The the guy or the gal? <gasps> um, it's a guy dressed oh. up as Dora. You guys might have gotten the bow, but I got JoJo Siwa's microphone. I love how we all got something with JoJo Siwa. You look at this little mini thing. So it's like a little yeah. drink cup from the park. And it has Baby Yoda on it. And it says, protect, attack, snack. <laughs> My next one was a uh, shopping cart. I'm not going to show it to you because I have to put it together now. I got a shelf. <laughs> and a shopping cart. Oh, I got shelves. I got a box. I said that about the, sh- about the shopping cart because I don't know if I'll ever put these shelves together. <laughs> I got, for my last thing, I got a box for the genie thingy. I'm not really sure. I guess it's like a tower or something. Oh. Hmm. So get... how do you feel after your first mini brand's experience? Um, Some of these things I have no idea what they are. I like have the no clue teeny... what I will ever do with this stuff. Genies. I have no idea what teeny genies are. Teeny genies? Teeny genies. I guess the only thing, like, I know everything in mine. Now, <laughs> would I normally pick up and keep this mini Mickey little truck thing? Cute, though. No. But would I have gotten this baby narwhal? Yes. Yeah, Auntie would have. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I guess um, my biggest question to this. Which, I know when we were children, we had toys that our parents probably thought were completely useless. Like, why would we ever want that? Polly Pockets. Oh, I loved Polly Pockets. I wanted them, but I never had them. But Polly Pockets, I felt like, I mean, I remember the OG Polly Pockets, where it was just like a, like a... Teeny doll. Necklace. Yeah, like a necklace, where it had like a jewel on the outside. Mm-hmm. And you popped that open and you folded the arms and the head and everything out. And then they progressed a little bit. I liked Polly Pockets. They progressed a lot into like worlds. Like I had one of Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm i talking more like slap bracelets, stuff like Uh-oh. that. that oh, kind yeah. of feels like, why do you find this so appealing? My question is, why... Like, why do kids find this entertaining? Well, I think like, part of it, it is. To me, it feels like none of it's, there's no, like, I mean, I guess if you're a collector, like, Disney specific or whatever. Yeah. I guess that. But what's the point of this toy? As the youngest <laughs> member of this council, <laughs> but actually just the one who never grew up. I think it's like a couple fold. I think it's definitely like blind boxes have a hold on either like collectors or younger generations. Like I see like the, you don't know what you're going to get and then you keep going back for more. And like kind of like I said, I don't want to open up this little map of all this stuff. It's like you get set on like I, I know I'm going to get this one. And then you kind of like becomes like a little internal competition. Like are you going to get it? But then I think it's also just like, even for them, it's nostalgia on some things. But honestly, I think a lot of this is for older older collectors. Because I don't know any younger person that really cares about a JoJo Siwa bow. Like a mini JoJo Siwa bow. Um, I could go into a whole thing. In When I was in college, one of my liberal arts classes that I took, we had a whole discussion. On, I mean, it was a whole project and 
week, like weeks long project talking about collecting yeah, and why put people collect and what they collect and the experience that you get from collecting. And yeah. part of the reason why people do collect is because it's something to continuously look forward to. And when you yeah. find something and your collection is done, you're kind of like, oh, that was it. It feels good, I think. You know, I, like, so I get I get that aspect of it. And on some level, like the the blind boxes and stuff like that, I've done several types and I've done big ones and little ones. And a few years ago, C2E2, my friend and I <laughs> bought this huge mystery box and we split the price oh, yeah. of it. And then we took it home, like we took it back to their house and just kind of split the stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And we had no clue what it was going to be. And it's things of like different genres across the whole spectrum of Sci-fi. kind of like geekdom and, and stuff like yeah. that. Um, so and I even do then, get you it. Sent a good portion of it to me. She sent this. some stuff to me too. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept a lot of stuff. I that box was big. So I still have so much stuff. But that stuff, I'm kind of like, okay, I, I guess I get it more than I probably get this. Because it's like collector, because that was collector. Or like the so. OMG dolls. Like, it's just that, too. Like, I just don't get the, like the Harry Potter ones that we've done. Because I like Harry Potter. Oh, you do? I couldn't tell, I couldn't tell what you're I saying. Like, like, I'm sorry. I like. I was like, dang, uh, I won't send them to you anymore. No, no. I, I like the Harry Potter ones. Like this, I guess maybe just because I'm like, I don't understand why I got like a little cardboard box of a thing. Yeah, that one's a little different. <laughs> what was funny is as Josie was saying, she doesn't understand it. Rightfully so, because like it doesn't make sense. Even what I just did doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But while she was doing that, I undid the little um, brown paper bags. And I started stuffing the oh. brown paper bags. And the yeah. joy that it brought me to be like, look at this little brown paper bag full of fake toys. I have no idea why. Well, none of my stuff fits in my shopping cart. <laughs> I just don't think any of my stuff goes together. And oh, as a, like, so if I was a parent and I was buying this for, what, what age does this say? Three and up? Three? First of all, very a lot small. of a lot of this stuff seems very chill-hazardy for a three-year-old. Yeah. Tiny. But, but also, the amount... This is the equivalent of stepping on Legos. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, it looks like and he's currently looking at the list. He said he shouldn't be looking at This okay. is a little... Let's try something new. So that's different. That's toy minis brands. I mean, I guess now you've got me thinking about who their actual target audience is. It is 100% in the tour toy store aisle, but I don't think it's actually for children. I don't think these are for babies or little. I think it's 100% nostalgia. I mean, right? My my door. If I was into Dora the Explorer, and I was like, oh, I gotta get the backpack. It is for collectors. Gotta get the backpack. It is for collectors. It is for... But even then, like, look, the art museum down in downtown Chicago, one of my favorite sections is in the basement when they have the miniatures of, like, miniature scale models of Mm -hmm. tons of different, like, types of houses from over the centuries. 
And I think it's very interesting. I get the appeal of miniature stuff, but also at the same time, I don't. That's fair. I think I'm kind of fascinated because it feels like I'm in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And now I have like these tiny things. But wouldn't it be Honey, I Blew Up the Baby? Because you're so much bigger than they are. (laughs) Well, I called you a big baby, really. I mean, fair. I was saying that the the Ray got on this. Who's ready for topic two? Topic two. Let's do it. Um, Sheila's ready. <laughs> as we previously mentioned, this topic was decided in the Hail Mary hours of yesterday evening. Kind of. But now we've talked about a bunch all of, of our new- secrets, Andy. I know. <laughs> Um, we have it so together. Well, it's really, they have everything together. When it comes to my topics, I never do. Because I'm always trying to figure out, like, what actually is blowing up the moment we do it. And there really wasn't a lot, like, crazy in pop culture like we talked about. But, um, I know. That's why I changed my, what my vernacular was. But this movie did top the box office for Valentine's Day weekend. Oh, did it? Mm Mm-hmm. And how did it top the box office with all the streaming? I don't know how to. How did did they include that? Did they include that into it somehow? Because uh, no. I don't know anybody who went out and watched this movie. Every time I've talked to anybody about this or heard people talking about it, they all streamed it. It was available for stream and it's booked at over almost three hundred and nope, sorry. 3,600 theaters and it was up 109% from Sunday. I don't actually know the answer to your question. I didn't know if maybe you had seen if they said it in like an article or something. So this says it was it it hit theaters and Peacock streaming service on February 11th. So they did both at the same time. And they said it was the number one title on Peacock on both Friday and Saturday. But this shady article says, it pro- though it provided no figures to support that claim. But I think it's really interesting that, like, this wasn't, like, in the land of blockbusters, like we were talking about before, like, with Spider-Man, um, any of the Marvel movies that we're kind of talking about. This movie is just going to still sound like a lot because it's a movie, but, like, it only cost $23 million to make. That's a lot, actually. <laughs> I'm like, only. <laughs> but in the terms of, like, movies I mean, nowadays. Yeah. In, yeah. So, sorry. Um, have Because the article called movie, it inexpensive. Have what? we said what this is yet? So the movie is <laughs> Marry Me. I don't think we did. Um, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> you're good. Marry Me with Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. For those who didn't know, it has a 61% tomato meter, but a 92% audience score. I don't know the difference between those on here, but on Rotten Tomatoes, do y'all? What? Maybe is audience score like if they actually finished it, finished it? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, wait. Um, what to know? Critics consist as Mary Me's silly storyline is heavy on something old and something borrowed, but the movie's well-matched leads make it easy to say I do. The audience says sweet, lighthearted, and funny. Mary Me takes full advantage of Jennifer Lopez's many talents 
and her chemistry with co-star Owen Wilson. Also, did you know that this film was based on a graphic novel? No. Interesting. What graphic novel? Of this, it was Mary Lee by Bobby Crosby. Oh, mm-hmm. I just check and make sure it was the same title. So really uh, quick. Sure. Sorry to go back. Mm-mm. I looked up what's the average cost to make a movie. Yeah. And for a major studio movie, what did we know? What studio put this out? No, actually, I don't know. I'll, Whoever I'll NBC owns. Oh, that could be anything. Universal. So this is un- yeah. Universal. Okay, so a major studio movie, Universal would obviously be that. It's around sixty-five million, but that doesn't that doesn't cover distribution and marketing, which can add another thirty-five million. A really low low budget movie is two million. So. Then I found another article that said um, that a budget of 18 million or over 18 million may put you in the higher tier of movies, but and that's not even a quarter of the medium budget for like adventure films. Yeah. So for big ones, um, and I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the majority of some of the spin, besides like the cast pay, was costumes. Well, they had to go find all of her hats from the 90s. <laughs> um, okay, so I kind of want to break this story down in a few different ways. So one, how did y'all feel about the the overall story in general? It was like a cute story. Yeah. Like, I guess picking it like it's not it's not real <clears throat> or relatable in the sense that like some superstar gets dumped on stage or she dumps him on stage, whatever you wanna call it, and then picks some guy out in the <laughs> the conference like let's get married. Yeah. You know, like it's not it's not you know real feeling in that sense, but. I mean, it, it it was cute. Like they got to, you know, he kind of brought her down, and she lifted him up. I think, and it was cute. But um, <laughs> Josie, <laughs> um, it was cute, and I had to make myself put my phone down in the middle of it. I could see that. I had, uh, yeah. When I started, I was like, oh, I need to put my phone down, or I'm gonna not pay attention. I had my phone down. And then I was just laying there watching it, eating popcorn, and I was like, oh, okay. And then literally, I just got disinterested and just was like, oh, yeah, my phone. Oh, look, Facebook. And then I was like, wait, I'm supposed to be watching this with a purpose. Put your phone down. (laughs) And then I grabbed my phone a couple more times, and I was like, put your phone down. Put your phone down. Um, There was things (laughs) I liked about it. You enjoyed it. I mean, look, was it like a groundbreaking love story? No. No. Was it cute? Yeah, it's yeah. a meat cute. There was a lot of aspects I liked about it. I liked yeah. that they used a lot of Spanish in it. I mean, 
Melissa, the character Melissa, just annoyed me. Yeah. And I oh, like really? her. I like that actress. I like her, too. She annoyed me. Can I say something that bothered me? And it happened at the very, very end at the, the Mathis alarm. Her hat? Did they no. Well, I mean, yeah, but that wasn't it. So the little girl, she's doing her thing, and the team from last year was like, this kid goes, <coughs> I was so mad that, like, the, the moderator was they like, should have They should have been time. kicked out. They should have, no. <laughs> they should have stopped the time, and they should have kicked them out. They and shouldn't have won for being bad sports. That was not yes. sportsmanlike at all. Yes, and if, honestly, if I was on a te- any of the teams growing up, in college, whatever, if anybody would have acted like that, we would have been pulled by our coach. It just made me mad. It made me mad. Like It made me I, so mad, too. And then she said it right with the time. And everybody knows that if you time with the timer, you give it to the opponent. I thought that was really dumb. You didn't like that part. That part, that part was not cute. I say this on this about half the time, and maybe eventually we'll have to start recording this. The intensity that these two just got about that, like, if it doesn't come across in their voices, just no hands were raised, fingers were being pointed, and they were not having it about the mathalon. Mathathon. It just really made me mad. Get it? Because they were the pythons for the mathathons. Um, 3.1489 Do you know what I really loved about it And this probably explains why I'm still single Well one of the reasons I'm still single But uh, It just really Harkened back to the grand Error in my opinion Of romantic comedies Like early 2000s Both of them created romantic comedies Right like but it was really just like I don't feel like we've had a whole lot of romantic comedies like that since that time. <laughs> like yeah. what? I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess even thinking like with JLo, like the wedding planner or, um, was, what was the made one? Made, 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 made in Manhattan. Made in Manhattan. Manhattan. I'm like made in the Made in Manhattan <laughs> or like never been kissed. Like there's just all of those, those grand love stories. And now, granted, I did my best to get myself out of the someone's just going to walk up to you and wake you up out of your coma and then you're going to be married and live happy ever after mindset. And this may have kicked me back a few notches. But um I don't know. I just really enjoyed it for just the lighthearted, good feel. Granted, is this going to win an Oscar? No. For anything, maybe costuming. Maybe. But like... Also, no. So, but it just, I mean, it was just a good feeling movie. Total side note, I just saw an article the other day that said 17 creepy moments in romantic comedies that you just can't forget. And there was a bunch of cringeworthy moments in The Notebook and 10 Things I Hate About You and just like all these other ones. But you said Never Been Kissed, so it reminded me of this. I... First off, I need to say I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I was so glad that that movie came out my senior year of high school and I did not have to grow up with Josie Grossi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the cringe moment for that one was when 
Michael Vaughn's character, the teacher, finds out that Josie had been lying about his about her age and he was pissed at her that she wasn't 17. And they were like, the adult teacher is pissed that he can't be in love with the 17 year old. And I was oh, like, oh, ew, yeah. don't, don't put it like that. But yeah, but that's cringy. I mean, if you think about yeah. it, but or yeah, like sorry. when when her, when her brother was like macking on the 16 year old and she's like, you're 30. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I get what you're saying about, about that, about like the romantic comedy genre and maybe a lot of them haven't come out since then. I love JLo's music. Mm-hmm. She is a triple threat. Yeah. Obviously she can sing, she can dance. I saw her concert, her birthday tour. Mm-hmm. When she turned fifty, and girlfriend can get it. Her, it was her, it was a performer. It was one of the best concerts I've ever been to from beginning Agreed. to end. Agreed. Her movies bore me. I can make I like I don't think I've ever seen the whole thing of Made in Manhattan. After this movie was done, it showed a preview for the wedding planner, and yeah. I was like, I remember it. I don't like. I don't remember the movie. I know I've seen it. I don't yeah. remember it. Right. Like my movies that I like with her, she's not the key. She, it's not the romantic. Yeah, it's not the romantic. Romantic. Like comedy. enough where she's beating somebody up. Yeah, I love that one. Um, I I mean it's just and it's not her. Like she's great. She was fantastic in it. I just feel like like Sheila was saying that it's. It's not as the storyline of this one is not one that really interested me. If it wouldn't have been the topic, I probably wouldn't have watched it. Mm-hmm. I've heard a bunch of people, and I actually heard this on a podcast that I listen to, she listens to, where um, the host and her husband were going to watch it, and they were like, we were going to hate watch it. And <laughs> she was like, I actually ended up really enjoying it and cried like three times and all these different things. And like, I get it. I, I get the premise of it. I don't think it's relatable. Yeah. I, I, it wasn't relatable for me. And that's what I, the romantic, like, not that every romantic comedy is relatable. We were just talking about never been kissed where this girl goes back to high school and falls in love with the high school teacher. Yeah. In an undercover report, like, that's not really happening. But, like, is it the greatest love story? I don't think it really is. But it was cute. It was funny. Yeah. So, you you didn't like the assistant's character. The little girl for me. I love that little girl. I love the little girl. I did not like her in this movie. It wasn't a good character for her. Or it wasn't um, wasn't a well-developed character. No, because it was just angsty, like, preteen. And she's like, can I go to bed now, Dad? I would have slapped the shit out of that little girl. He's like, I'm trying to talk to you. And she's like, can I just go to bed? Which, actually, I know was things that happened, but I'd be like, yeah. little girl? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've enjoyed her in her other shows or movies. Yeah. Um, what else has she been in? She was in um she was Annie a few years ago. 
With Jamie Foxx, I'm pretty sure. Um, was she? I'm pretty sure that was her. Oh, I thought it was somebody else, but... Like maybe I'm wrong. Oh no, maybe I maybe I am wrong. Sorry. She's but she was um um She was in My Spy. She was My in Big Spy. Little Lies. Oh, you're right, it's a different little girl. Big Little Lies. Um what was another thing I've seen her in? She was on the resident. She's um I, I've enjoyed what she has done. Um, oh, you've probably seen her in Henry Danger with um your child. Possibility. But, She's um, been working for a long time. She was on Glee. Hmm. As a young dancer. Interesting. I do have, I do have to say, because I, I did think about going, like maybe rounding up some friends here and, being, and going like, hey, like a couple weeks ago going, hey, let's go to marry me for Valentine, you know, like as a girl's night or afternoon. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I spent the five because I don't. <laughs> they have cable, and so they get this for free, or with their subscription, their cable subscription. I don't, so I had to pay for the premium. So it was just five dollars for a month of premium Peacock service, I guess. And um, I'm glad I only spent five dollars, and I get to watch a whole bunch of other stuff that I may not be able to get to watch. Instead of spending ten dollars and then after yeah, I'm glad I watched it for free. I, in case anyone else hasn't caught on, actually thoroughly enjoyed this movie. We enjoyed. I didn't hate it. I'm just. I know you didn't hate it, and this is just how we talk about things. When I know I've said this, I'm like, I didn't like it about different stuff, but um, no, I don't know. I you want? Oh, you want to know what actually the part that I. I watched it again today to make sure I could remember stuff so we could mm-hmm. talk about because we all know how well my memory works. Yep. Um, do you want to know what outfit actually thoroughly bothered me? Like of, every single thing J-Lo wore? No. Most of the time I was like, okay, she's trying to, they're clearly making her the over the top, whatever. But like, it was the dance outfit. That raggedy, the pink chiffon, like raggedy bottom yes. one. Yes, and then she had those random ass combat boots with it. I thought she had heels on. No, well, if they were heels, they were like black boot heels. Oh, like booty. Oh, I thought she had white shoes on with that dress. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll, I believe you. I just I thought I was paying attention to her feet. But I also love how she's, um, like, trying to have, a, like, a personal moment. And she's like, let's just have a real moment. And she's like, I'm going to give you a private. And then just goes up on stage and sings. And, I, like, I know that's the whole premise of the movie. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like, I'm just like, it made me giggle. But, yeah. I, I've thought about this a lot. Because in my head, I'm like, a romantic comedy with these two. I love Owen Wilson. I love the Wilson brothers. Mm-hmm. Luke Wilson can have all my babies. If you haven't seen Stargirl, watch him. Watch it. He's in it. It's, it's so good. Like, Wes Anderson <laughs> loves the Wilson brothers, and I love Wes Anderson for loving mm-hmm. the Wilson brothers. There's... I, in my head, I'm like, okay, these two for a romantic comedy, aren't they old? 
And then I thought about it and I was like, they're not. And I just looked yeah. up their ages to verify. I knew JLo was at least 51. She's 52. Owen Wilson's 53. And I feel like we're in this age of old can still look young and be mm. natural and not be overly like Botoxed or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And there's that whole thing where like Sex in the City when it came out, like they're the same age. Yeah. As like the Golden Girls the Golden when the Golden Girls. Girls came out, you know, like just things like that. So it's not even just that. And then I was like, you know, I remember watching like Bridges of Madison County and Evening mm-hmm. Star. And I mean, those are all older people. And it was who such a big thing for love them to again. still be old and on screen. Like, I'm not, not old. I don't mean like even, that. But they were like in love interests. Right. But it, it's like. So I liked that they weren't, I liked that they had, you know, multiple marriages in there and like Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But I also felt like how they did JLo's multiple marriages compared to like his marriage was, oh, she can't keep a man because she's a rock star. Right. And then him, it was like, oh, well, like. We were great together until we weren't. And yeah, they so it's never like, explained why they were together anymore. So it was kind of one of those things where it also looks like the Hollywood person or the, the pop star or whatever, the female can't keep a man because something's wrong, you know. So I didn't really like that. But I think like what came down to it for me with like JLo's character and her outfits and stuff like that is they, I mean, she, like, JLo's so gorgeous, and I just felt like they were putting her in these outfits to make her seem younger, and she doesn't wear outfits like that in real life anymore, and it reminds me of the outfits that she wore in, like, the early 2000s when she was, like, big into music. Yeah. Like all of the hats and it, like I would, I know bucket hats and a, some of those hats are coming back, which is totally fine. But knowing that they're older and they were dressing her like that, it made me feel like they were trying to make her younger. Yeah. And be like, um, not really own her age and own that, which was, I'm not yeah. saying they had to make the character 50, but also don't make her look like she's trying to be 28. Right. No, that's fair. I guess the one hat that really got me was that Kangle, like when she was broke into her own house. Oh, oh I yeah. was like, okay, 1998 called. They want their furry hat back. I was like, are we bringing and that And then, back? oh, can we talk about the fur hat? Like that had like the bulbs on it when they were on the Ferris wheel. Like that was a fur, like a fur hat. Too. I was like, yeah. what's going on with I the fur hat? I didn't even notice like, that. The hats were weird. Do you think they had sex on the Ferris wheel? I mean, obviously not the two actors, but like the characters. It didn't even they cross did my it up mind. there. No, because that's why he made the whole deal about wanting to have sex with her to a different song, because it was their first time. Didn't the Ferris will happen before that? Uh, I don't think so. I'm trying to remember. Oh, I don't remember. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. I do want to say that this has nothing to do with the the costumes. Or what Andy just asked. 
But um, <laughs> I she rented out an entire amusement park. I know. I mean, that's pretty cool. I wish somebody would do that for me. It can be Disney World. Um, <laughs> Dream small, Sheila. And I could bring my favorite people. And even Jesse and my family. But um, oh, we actually made the list tonight. We're doing good. Uh, I I kind of felt for at the beginning when like everybody was like and Josie touched on it earlier you know like how they talked about like her what five marriages six marriages whatever um, I think they definitely talked about two two previous um, marriages she had a lot she had quite Not a few had some engagements um and but it was just like how like the pressure of, of like the media on these um celebrities like yeah how stressful it can be like like because she had like a tv on in like every room (laughs) and obviously that was like kind of the point of it but it was also like man like just to hear like somebody kind of always making fun of you or talking about you all the time yeah like we love these jokes but then like i mean there's real people behind them yeah so i was like oh man that's like that part i'm like i yeah i can feel that and i can see how that's really hard on um our celebrities when you know they're having and i did i did think the assistant really felt for her and uh or not the assistant her manager oh i love the manager I think he really did feel bad for her and wanted the best for her. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, he definitely did his manager stuff, but when he was like, we'll get through it, don't worry. He was like hugging her and he, he was the only one with her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there was like, cause there was no best friend with her standing there, like checking on her, you know, like yep. that was him. Game of Thrones, haven't you? Yeah. That's Sam. Sam? Yeah. From Game of yeah. Thrones. Yeah. I love um, him. I love that guy. You want to know who could have all my babies? That Bastion <laughs> guy? I don't know. Yes, Maluma. Maluma, I like it. If there's a problem that I would like to sit in for a while and figure it out. With him? It's <laughs> I actually tweeted, I'm not proud of it, but I tweeted, because <laughs> uh, they kept saying this during the movie, and they were like, you can't continue to do the same things and expect a different result. You have to do something different. And I was like, I feel like it would take me a few times to learn my lesson with Maluna. I, like, that's not exactly what I said, but it was like, <laughs> I feel like I would have to, like, try a few times just to see if it would work. Right. That's funny. I mean, it definitely, I think it definitely hit on some good points of, you know, the pressure of the media and all that stuff. And there were some Mm -hmm. really great moments in it. Like the moment when he's like, call me when you're lonely. And she like called back right away. And he was like, it's been 13 seconds. You know, there were, I mean, her and Owen Wilson had good chemistry. I didn't, I didn't not believe it. Um. I think sometimes there's actors that you don't believe. For sure. I liked, um, like, there's just some little bits of wisdom that Owen's character was always able to give her. Like, you're not 
Um, like at the towards the end when like they all come in like you've been nominated for a Grammy or whatever it was for the song and um and then they were like oh you have to come and do you know a performance with Bastion you know everything and like they talked and he's like you you know you're not you don't have to have he's like you're amazing and you're beautiful you don't have to have all this stuff. You don't have to have an award to like know how mm-hmm. good you are because you are good. And I, th- you know, I thought it's that was nice to hear. Right. And I know like getting awards is nice, but I think it's also I mean, nice to hear that, that that's not your. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> right. Um, but I also think it's cute because like, Obviously, the song she worried about him skyrocketed to the top of the charts. Mm-hmm. Sheila, did you even catch the text that I sent? Last night? No, before the podcast. I was like, I'm on my tar- I'm on my way to Target, and then I'm on my way to you. I did. I just ignored it, I guess. <laughs> oh, I did not put that Josie together. Josie said, oh, I'm like, well, I was busy doing stuff, so I was like, You didn't put well. it together that it was a song? No, I did. I just didn't respond. I did not. <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm supposed to respond. And I do want to point out last night, I put in our text messages. I was like, I, I finished watching. And then Josie's like, me too. And Andy's like, obviously, you guys aren't excited about it. <laughs> Because <laughs> apparently we were supposed to like get exclamation point. No, and I, it is one of those things where you, was I reading into it? Yes. Was I wrong? No. I. You can just sometimes tell when your That's friends true. text. You're like, when you're instead of saying, "Okay, I watched it. Can't wait to talk about it," which we never really say, but like the difference between that and like it's done. okay also i just want to point out i'm still sick from february 2nd so (laughs) i like like a cortisone shot i don't know what that's i I was trying to say like a um, steroid uh, shot but cortisone uh, came out not uh inhaler but the nebulizer uh the nebulizer nebulizer but it sounds like it's in my lungs because i'm coughing but it's actually not it's like drainage it's mm-hmm. still all in my head it's like from my throat up mm-hmm. all the things you said all the things you said but anyway i mean so i do feel like some of my excitement was waning because of that, because I was also laying here trying to stay awake at like eight thirty at night because I'm like she's tired. I haven't been sleeping well and stuff like that either. But I mean, could I maybe have been more excitable? Maybe. Yeah, but I mean, I, hey, be yourselves, kids. I could have. I just I was just like I'm done. I just wanted to let you know I was done. I was no. Trying. I just thought it was funny. Okay, so yeah, would you recommend this movie to anyone? I mean, yeah, go watch it. It's it's a cute, fun movie. Don't go pay movie theater prices if you if you have Owen Wilson's amazing in it. If you have people, I want to cut his hair so bad. I, I did know. not like his haircut in this movie. 
It's a, that, Honestly, that, go see this him movie trying. because of Sarah Silverman. She's amazing in this movie. I, feel I like love her in this movie. They were trying to keep his hair young. And I'm like, what is his hair actually normal? But see, like, that's that goes through the whole thing, though. Is like, instead of just embracing the fact that these two actors were in their 50s trying to do something and make something work, and just, like, for her, do something outside of the box, if they would have just kept it how it is, and aged them in their 50s. Mm-hmm. Look, Cher is still stylish AF, and she's mm-hmm. like, what, 105 now? I mean, she's not really, she's but she's like, like she's like, what? She's like in her 80s or something like that, right? She, I thought 70. 70s. Well, maybe she's close to. I feel like she's close to her 80s, but maybe, I mean, she's definitely in her 70s. You know what I mean? Like, she's 75. Like, right in the middle. It's one of the things that bothers me about Madonna right now. I like Madonna, but she's trying so hard mm-hmm. to be young and keep up with these young people. And I'm like, girl, you don't need to. You're a freaking Madonna. That new thing They're trying to be you. Yeah. Huh? I said her new face. Yeah. Um. It just also goes into a lot of the... And I know that there's a lot of pressure for especially actresses to be a certain age and they, you know, I get that, but but also there's something beautiful about embracing your age and your beauty that you have at that age. JLo, JLo looks amazing. Diane Keaton looks great with her like salt and pepper hair, you know, Mm -hmm. like all these different things. I felt like they could have still, kept them older with their experiences and not tried to play. I felt like the designer was trying to play them young. Yeah. I didn't really like that. I love when she was in that red dress and she had the waddle everywhere because some of those dresses are just literally not made to Mm -hmm. walk in. And she was trying to waddle through the, um, the airport. I mean, I said I didn't like Owen Wilson's hair, but I also have no idea how his face would look with any other type of haircut. Mm. Like, like he's had that haircut for so long. He, the Royal Tenenbaums, he he still has like the shag haircut, but it's shorter. I, I think they, they could have definitely shortened it. Mm-hmm. I feel like they styled it too much or something. Cause like there are times I feel where like, like there are pieces in it. Like there are pieces. Like I was like, why is that like one spot like parted? And it was, like, on the side. It was just weird. And, like, I look at photos of, like, some of his other photos. And I'm, like, it doesn't look as weird. Like, it just looked really. I think they were actually, like, like this one where he, they still have the shag, but it's, like, contained a little bit more. Yeah. He's definitely younger in this picture, but there's definitely ways for him to do, like, the shag haircut. Like, he always has had it. But it's so funny, too, like. You know, he was such a heartthrob for a lot of girls growing up. You know, the crooked nose, the little, like... Yeah. Persona that he had. And then in this movie, he was the geek. And they're like, they're like, have you seen him? And she's like, yeah, he's cute. And she was like, I mean, he's okay. I liked him with his short hair and um, Loki. <clears throat> like, his extra short hair. I haven't seen that. You should watch it. It's really good. Um, okay, well, obviously I would 
suggest this, but I would suggest it to everyone. If you're looking for like a light, you're in the you're in the mood for a lighthearted movie, and or you just want something because like sometimes you need a palate cleanser. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone's watching Euphoria. Every single week after I was watching those episodes, I had to watch something the complete opposite because it was just so heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like. Sometimes you just need that. And I think this was just one of those moments where I feel like, I think that's, that's probably why I liked it. Everybody is trying to do so much. Like, theatrical, whether it's action, everything else, so much drama right now, a lot of the stuff that I'm watching, that like, it was just lighthearted and just a good time. I also enjoyed the underlying things, which most people might not catch. Underlying themes of uh equality yeah so like mm-hmm. when they were at the day de- when they were at the dance they showed like two guys holding hands walking into the semi-formal taking pictures and then there was like sarah silverman's character they she just talked openly about her ex-girlfriends and she was yeah. like she was like eat it roxy there was never a moment like oh you're gay or something like right. that it was just, it was just it was, natural. they were there Mm-hmm. And I like they, that Owen's family. They weren't family, tropes of people. Well, and I like that Owen's family was um, they were a mixed family, you know. And then like the kids in the uh, in the the math club or whatever. One of them mm-hmm. was disabled. She um, sometimes was in a chair, and then at one point for the dance scene, they had her up in some braces. Oh my gosh, can we talk about the product placement that was in that scene when she first went in there? And she was like, Roxy, pull up this. He was like, I got it. Okay, Google. Play da 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 but no, I enjoyed it. I would say for that aspect of it's just lighthearted. Um, I'll probably watch it again at some point. Um, yeah, I did I would, cry the first I time. Recommend, I, I would recommend it for the same things, like yeah, if you just, just like a fun movie. Yeah, where you don't have to think at all. It definitely reminded me. Those are my favorite. Of um, you know, like I don't watch a lot of Hallmark movies. But, you know, just like the Hallmark romance movies, it, it was definitely like a lot, you know, definitely along those lines. Yeah. Except for a little bit more extravagant because she's um, a big pop star in it and all the performing. Um, it's so funny that you say that because it definitely reminds me of a Hallmark movie. It, I was like, this is a Hallmark movie that they put in the theaters. I want to be mad like, at it. I want to be mad at what you said. But it's the truth. But it's accurate. Also, the music is really good. I do enjoy it. I think it also has got me a little more into Maluma's music. Mm-hmm. Um, I not just really... because I want him to sing me to sleep, but also just because it was actually really good. I guess I didn't really like. I've heard his some of his stuff before. I just really hadn't heard his name, you know, with his songs or whatever. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You're just going along with life, and you hear the the music. So I was like, oh. That's who that is. And at mm-hmm. least I felt like a lot of times now, granted, I don't know if he's done acting in like any Spanish things or not, but at least it didn't feel like 
for this one, you know, when they pull in some, like an, like a rapper or a singer into a movie as a love interest or as like just a character in there. And it feels out of place and they don't know how to act. Mm-hmm. Like that didn't feel like that this way for me on this one. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. At least it felt like, oh, okay, this is like a solid character and not like somebody who's like going, I can't believe this happened. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like overacting every five seconds, but okay. All right. Well, if any of y'all watched Mary Me and you enjoyed it, let us know. Yeah. Let us, let us know. Oh, really quickly too. One reason why this brought up is because I saw a TikTok. And I don't believe this, but it did make me giggle. Sorry, J-Lo. It made me giggle just because of how outlandish it is. They were like, did anyone watch this movie? How does she keep making things? They said, I think J-Lo is a money laundering scandal. She was like, because like, where's the money going? Like, the same, it was like the same way. They were treating her the same way that they treat Arby's. They're like, who's keeping Arby's open? Right. But, um. Oh, they're crinkle fries? Mm, they're curly fries. Okay. I just want to say, I feel like Maluma, I feel like he's probably had some really good years. But I feel like this year, like with this movie and with um the song from Encanto, like he's kind of having like a good 2022, you know? And our upcoming nu- nuptials. Is he getting married? To me, yeah. Oh, to you, yes, yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> It's fine. I mean, the same dates just, are still going out, so that's that's why you, you don't just remember. Bring it on me, and I didn't even yeah. know know about it until fair. this episode. So. It is fair. I know. He wanted me to keep it a secret. That's fair. Much like the movie, he didn't want people involved in it. Right, but he wants to have a big concert and marry you at the concert. That premise, that part of the premise, I was just like, so it's so real. Some they would they would do it, but at the same time, like it's so weird. Okay, before we start going right back to of that one, um, yeah, you watch it. Let us know what you think. Talk to us. Um, which you can talk to us where, Josie. <laughs> you can get us on all the social medias. Instagram with me, Facebook with Sheila, Twitter with Andy. Yay! And all of that, if you type in Potheads Who Read a podcast, it will pop up. Yes. We're there. But Potheads has two T's P O T T H E A D S. Yeah, not one. That would not work. That would take you somewhere else that we have no control over. <laughs> Not that kind of pothead. <laughs> so, Sheila, what else should they do? Um, that's it's it. Test. It's test. <laughs> oh, email. All right. Well, I know what they can do. <laughs> Go watch I... that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they should rate and review us, oh. follow us, and like us. That's right. I never say any of that. I know. I just so I'm like I don't. I don't think we generally say that on this one. It's there, but I don't think I don't know if it always gets said. I think when Josie has said it in the past, she has. But yeah, 
go to Peacock, get some premium. <laughs> if you don't have cable, pay for it. That was honestly the biggest surprise out of everything. Because you were just like, I have to pay for premium. And both of us were just like, what? <laughs> but thank you for joining us for this Prisoners of Pop Culture. We hope you stay tuned. Stay tuned. Keep watching. I was going to be like, stay slutty and stay poppy. I have no idea where that was coming from. But um, that's oh where gosh. I am at. Goodbye. Nope. Am. That was really awkward. Bye. You're awkward. <laughs> <laughs>